All right, so now we're going to talk about the draft, a little recap. Um, I have a lot of players in this draft that I really think could have a future. Like, I'm, this is one of the most exciting drafts that, for me personally, probably – and I'm not saying they're, on, they're as talented as, but as a 2003 draft. That's, this is my favorite draft since really? then. This is my favorite draft class since then. They're, they're not as talented as, like, LeBron, Melo. Like, they don't have that – I mean, they could be. Mm-hmm. Zion could be just as talented as LeBron, potentially. Right. RJ could be just as talented as Carmelo. Right. Uh, Ja could be Dwayne Wade. I mean, yeah, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. So, yeah. so they, I mean, they they could end up being as talented as the 03 draft class. I, I see a lot of potential superstars in this draft. I see where you're coming from because they're all kind of in that same situation those three guys came into. Like, they could be the face of a franchise and they could act. They have the talent to get them over right away if they put the right pieces in line. So. For me, uh, the team that I feel like had the best draft is the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. Yes. They did a lot of moves, and they got exactly what they needed, big men. Mm-hmm. And they set themselves up for the future. I was just about to say that. <laughs> and they got future picks. And they got future picks. They, they kind of had the Lakers in their pocket right mm-hmm. now. Uh, the team that I feel like has the biggest steal of the draft, uh, it's, I have two teams. I have two teams that have the biggest steal. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers somehow nausea little falling that deep. Yep. And the Denver Nuggets, they yep. got Bowl Bowl. And he was supposed to be a top five pick. And he fell to the 40s. And they say he's clear to play. If this man comes back, if he's able to play like he was playing in those first nine games in Oregon, right? you got this top five player to back up Joker. He's one of the best centers in the one game. One of the best centers in the yeah. game. Man, the Denver Nuggets, they, they about to be – Potentially the best team in, in the West. Right. Barring how free agency goes, with the core they have now, with the Warriors being broken right now, the Nuggets might have the best team in the yeah. West. Yeah, and then, I mean, we kind of forget how good Isaiah Thomas was or is coming yeah. off that bench, and then you got Bo Bo to help him. Yeah. And they have Michael Porter Jr. coming yes. back, another player who's supposed to have been a top three yes. draft pick. Yes. He's coming back, and the reports are saying he's looking amazing. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too. People don't forget he he's a rookie this year. Ben Simmons situation. Ben Simmons, <laughs> the Ben Simmons situation going on. He it's a little less. I mean, Ben Simmons at least played in the summer league. I don't think he even played in the summer league last year. No, he didn't. He, they literally said we're drafting you and you're sitting out the whole year. Yeah. So it's a little bit different than Ben Simmons, but it's Ben Simmons esque. Yeah, he got, he got to be around pro players, learn how to learn really how to watch film, mm-hmm. learn different NBA schemes. These players are. Yes, he never played against NBA talent, but he's been in the practices. Right. He, he's actually had a chance to get to know his teammates. Adapt to the lifestyle. He knows his coach knows him. He knows his coach. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter is going to be a player to look out for for a potential rookie of the year. So they're about eight deep right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denver, I, I'm loving Denver. My favorite team, Chicago. You know, every year I think we mess up the draft. You know, they don't ever draft who I really want them to draft. Uh, and I've been wrong the last two years. Because we made really good draft picks with Laurie and Wendell Carter, I was I was wrong when I said Wendell Carter was going to be trash. That <laughs> he, I was wrong. That was my that was my bias against Duke. I was about to scout it because he's a Duke guy. Because yeah. I feel that way about a lot of Duke picks too, other than this year. But. I, I still feel that way about <laughs> RJ. Uh, but I don't think RJ be trash. But I think he's 
out of the three Duke players that got drafted, I think he's going to not have the best career out of the three. I think he's going to have the worst career out of those three. But back to Chicago, Wendell Carter, as I was wrong, I like the, I like the kid. He's actually mm-hmm. a really great defender. Yeah. And and then we got Kobe White, which I didn't think we were going to get him. I didn't think he was going to fall to us. I thought he was going to be gone before we picked. I was just about to say, I think y'all had a steal, too. I mean, granted, you had the eighth pick, which is a lottery pick, but I think y'all had the best pick for the right fit, if that makes sense. Like, y'all got what y'all needed. I thought he was going to go to Phoenix. I thought Phoenix was going to get him, and once that trade came out, uh, they were trading that pick to Minnesota. I was Mm -hmm. like, he's coming to us. He's coming. It worked out. It worked worked out because at first I was like, I don't know who we're going to draft. I was like, I guess we'll get DeAndre Hunter. I don't know where he's going to fit on this team. And then Atlanta traded up, and I was like, okay, DeAndre Hunter's gone. I guess we'll get Jared Culver. Again, I don't know where he's going to fit on this team because we already have a two and a three. Right, right. And then Minnesota traded up, and I was like, uh-oh. We're, we're going to Kobe White. We're <laughs> yeah. getting our point guard. That's what you did. Because honestly, I was like, I guess we'll wait till next year. We'll be really bad again, and we'll get Cole Anthony next year. Which, to be honest, I think that's what Phoenix is doing. I think Phoenix is waiting for Cole Anthony because – Ty Drum is not your point guard of the future. No, he's your backup. He's yes. your he's kinda what Goran Dragic was to you when you had Steve Nash. Yes. Your Phoenix. Because they could have gotten uh they could have gotten uh they could have gotten Kobe White. Right. Exactly. And I think they're hoping maybe we can get Cole Anthony. Because it they they're still just there's they I don't just feel like they have any depth in, in Phoenix. I don't really know what they're going what they're doing in Phoenix, but I mean Monty Williams knows what he's doing in Phoenix. I just don't know what they're doing in Phoenix. I was about to say say the same thing. They kind of <laughs> pick and traded and signed all over the place. Like they got pieces, but it's I don't know. It's like they reached for Cam. They hodgepodge. They reached on Cam. <laughs> I would have took him that high. I definitely would have took him yes, that high. Yes, he like, was the I'm, best shooter in the draft. Yes, but I don't think you take him that high unless. There's nobody else to draft, if that makes sense. Like, you yeah. don't take the best shooter unless he's the best player. He would have been there when they made that pick later on. When they got Ty Jerome, he would have been there for that pick. Yeah. I so, agree. I, I guess they're trying to say. But you stuff heard, up. did you hear the story, the, the vice president of operations? No, I didn't. So, not. he was at Maris when Cam Johnson was a senior in high school and he was recruiting him, offering him a scholarship but he was about to go down and then Pitt came in and offered him a scholarship and Pitt got him. So this, he's wanted him since high school. Oh, okay. So he's seen something in him. From Full circle, way. came back. So he's, he's always wanted Cam and now he finally got him. But it, still, at 11? Yeah, I don't... And then in Phoenix, I mean, I don't know where he fits in. In there, I mean, over there. Is he a three or... Is he a three or... It's a three. He's got to be a three because you got Book at the two. And... He's not starting over Uber, so you, you're gonna get that. Right. You're gonna get yourself a lottery pick that's not gonna be that big of an impact. I mean, unless you're looking for a six man. I mean, it worked for uh, the Thunder where they had Harden. Yeah, yeah, but, but Harden's special. Yeah, Cam's not, not Harden. He's not James Cam's Harden. Not Harden. Um, I don't really know what Boston's doing either because they just kept trading their picks and trading their picks, and then you traded Aaron Baines away, and I mean, you got uh, Carson Edwards like. like I don't know where that pick came from either. I mean, they don't um, really—they really have a point guard. So yeah, I mean, I think right now Ainge is kind of banking on those guys that he had pre—well, during the Kyrie injury to yes. carry them over the hump. But with Gordon Hayward, but you have no big there. I mean, yeah, that's a you traded Al Horford. Al Horford's not coming back. Yeah, Kyrie's so. not coming back. 
yeah, I don't know why they didn't go good. But, I mean, Danny Ainge is one of those guys, too, though. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, you don't know what he's doing, but he's doing something. <laughs> he probably doors. has something up his sleeve during free agency. We just don't know. Yep. Yeah, they always have draft picks. I think right. they're still sitting on Memphis uh, pick for next year. That's uh, – I think I think they have Memphis pick next year. That's top six. Yeah, that's a top six lock. So they may just hey, yeah, want this top. You know, want this lottery pick next year because you know. Yeah, it's either free agency or you're gonna find out something by the trade deadline. He's gonna pull the gun on something, and yeah, and you're like, all right, he knew what he was doing. Like that's just Danny. Ainge. That's just Danny Ainge. <laughs> After the draft, which young core that did not make the playoffs because we both agreed that Denver, the Denver Nuggets has the best young core in the league. Uh, so a non-playoff team, who do you see as the best young core? Or the most excited? Who has the best young core, and then who are you most excited to watch? Because it could be two different. It's both for me. Uh, Sacramento. Um, I don't get to see them enough, but from what I saw, you got Buddy Hill and De'Aaron Fox. The, I mean, that's a nice one-two punch as far as the guards. And you got Bagley. And, I mean, they were what? How many games out of eighth? Not many. Not that many. It was a, and, that wasn't many. Yeah, and they were right on LA's heels. I mean, yeah. granted, LeBron was hurt, but to say you were right behind LeBron James to get to the playoffs with that group, that's I mean, that's something to say. So they're they're literally right there. Just the hardest part is they're in the West, yes. and all those teams are pretty much upgrading unless somebody gets hurt because. San Antonio is probably not going to fall off because Popovich is Popovich. Yeah, Popovich is Popovich, but then they get um, can't think of his name right. The point guard, they get him back. Oh yeah, um, um God, I can name his name either. I can't remember names right now, but yeah, he's coming back. The Clippers went to the playoffs with no All Star. <laughs> no All Star. You're going to get somebody. Golden State, you still got Steph and Draymond. If they lose Clay and KD, you yeah. still got two All Stars in that group. They were they were nine games behind the Clippers, but okay. they, they were ahead of the Lakers, but they were nine games behind the Clippers. Okay. So, yeah, but to me, Sacramento is going to be the most fun to watch because it's going to be Hield's third year, fourth year, yeah, and then Fox's third year, and yeah, Bagley, and then I can't remember who else they got, but just those three alone. Harrison Barnes may come back. Oh, that's right. Uh, we'll see what happens with Willie Cauley Stein. I think he's, you know, he, I think he may be a free agent. I'm not sure. I think he should stay there, though. I mean, he fits in pretty good over there. Well, for me, it's the best young core is probably Sacramento. I agree with you. The most exciting and who I'm, I want to watch. My, well, my favorite, my tier, he's number three. My favorite, my third favorite player in the league is Trey, is Trey Young. I've been a Trey Young fan since he played for, uh, Mo Kansas AAU team. Wow. Yes. Well, it was him and Michael Porter. Wow. Yeah, it was him and Michael Porter <laughs> the AAU team. I've been a fan of him since then. So when I watched him in Oklahoma and everyone's like, oh, he's overrated, he's overhyped, he's not going to be good, people were like just praying for his downfall. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. He's a very humble kid. Yeah. You know, and he, he talks just as much trash as any athlete does because, I mean, that's uh. kind of the part, of, it's, it's part of your job. You talk trash. But. The kid's amazing. He is not disappointed at all. I mean, like you said, everybody said he's not going to do it, and then he does it. He is not disappointed. And, I mean, Atlanta, as far as the summer league, that is the team I do want to see because of their picks they got and then Trey Young. 
Murray. That's the point guard you're talking about. Yeah, Murray. From Spurs. Yeah, Deontay Murray. But for the Hawks, uh, the thing that I, I like about the Hawks, of course, I am a Cam Reddish fan. I was a Cam, again, another high school player. I, I watched him from, he, you know, from being from Pennsylvania. I used to watch when he came down to the Nike Invitational. Uh, so I was a fan of him. I thought he was going to Villanova. I really wanted him to go to Villanova. He chose Duke. I was like, I don't know if I like him anymore. <laughs> but the thing about Cam Reddish and that I really like and what people underestimate about him is the way Coach K played him was not how he can play the game. That, yeah. Those, what, eight games they played without Zion, you saw the true Cam yeah. Reddish. The Cam Reddish that I saw from high school where he can shoot the three, but he also can slash to the uh, hole. He can actually make us create for himself. Yep. When Zion was there, it was stay behind the perimeter and just be a decoy. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, I think, used his full potential. And I also remember hearing something, I can't remember which sports though, but he also didn't, I guess, approach it as serious because he didn't have as much pressure. They were saying like he did take his nutrition or something mm-hmm. as serious. So now he kind of had a humbling experience from that and then not being used right to being in the situation where he can be himself now. And he's matured a little bit. Yes. So he has a ceiling for sure. And, I ceiling. mean, nothing, and nothing against, you know, Tyus Jones, but he has a much better point guard. Very true. A much better point guard that can actually, as a playmaker. And Tyus Jones, I think he made the, the best decision staying in college, uh, just like P.J. Washington. Because P.J. Washington – People thought he was going to leave after one year, and he would have been a second-round pick if yeah. he would have came out his first year. So, I think Tyus Jones saved himself from being a second-round pick. He has potential to be a first-round pick. Now that Zion is gone, he'll look he's a lot better. Shot. Yeah, and then he could run that new group, which yes. is pretty talented, too, and he's going to be the leader. So, yes. that's so, going to help his stock for sure. But the way Trey plays and the way Atlanta offense moves, they're always constantly moving, and that's going to really help Cam out a lot. Um, so... I'm I'm most excited about the Hawks and I mean because I already like John Collins a lot I like <laughs> him a lot I just and then DeAndre Hunter I, I like the whole squad I'm curious to see how he's going to pan out too because I think he's going to be a really good two way player and it just it depends on how his offense is going to come along because I mean we all know he can play defense you play at UVA you got to play defense yes and then you got to shoot. But now you got him and Reddish on the wings. I'm curious how that's going to pan out. I mean, I think it could be something great. And then you got Trey too. So, so this is what I you have. You have an amazing shooter in Trey. You have pretty good shooters in, in Cam and De, uh, DeAndre uh, and Hunter. And but Cam can also slash to the court. You, we all know Collins can get up above the rim. Right. And Hunter has a pretty good, you know, mid range game. You don't know where the scoring is going to come from, and that was, it can make them so dangerous. They have scoring on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. This team, I, I'm I'm excited to watch this team because they could go, they could be that East team, like the Lama Magic that went from the bottom to that seven right. eight seed. Uh, especially if you know Brooklyn doesn't get anybody and they lose Too Russell. Low. Right. Um, Just thinking that. Or Orlando, I, they're only going to think they can only improve. Because I don't was it uh, their center out Vujacic? Vujacic actually played in the playoffs. Oh, he's a free they, agent. That's what it is. He's a free. He might not come back. That, yeah, he could be gone. So is, yeah, if they lose him, that's going to be rough. Because I mean, he's basically he is their best player. Yeah. 
And I don't. I mean, Obama coming back is not Vujovic. Um, yeah. So yeah, they lose him. And what people don't steal that. What people don't know, Bamba gets hurt a lot. He was hurt in high school. I remember again that same tournament where I saw Trey Young. Mm. I, Bamba was there too in the cast. Mm. So B- Bamba gets hurt. He's 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 pretty frail right now. Okay. But I mean, a lot of slender big men are are pretty frail. Um. Well, actually, I said one thing earlier. I said that the the Denver Nuggets had the best young core. I, I'm I'm mistaken. It's the it's the Seventy Sixers. They have the best young core in the league. Then the Denver Nuggets. <clears throat> you, you know, the only team that took the Raptors to seven games. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know why I don't consider them young. I guess because they went last year and then they made the playoffs. You said best young core that didn't make the playoffs. Oh, no. But earlier, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I said yeah, the Nuggets. I said the Nuggets. Yeah, I said the Nuggets. Never mind. The Nuggets are, are amazing, but yeah. I'm not putting them above. Philly. Except yeah, Philly. we forget how young Embiid is. And Simmons. And Simmons. It's, and Tobias Harris. Right. And it seems like they've been uh, along around so long, but they really haven't. No. But their games just, I mean, they translated early. Yes. And it translated to winning. I'm, I'm interested to see if Ben Simmons takes this offseason serious. If Ben Simmons picks up, he doesn't have to become an amazing shooter. Just, if you can become a 38% sh- jump shooter, Right. <laughs> we already said he could be one of the best players if he just picked up shooting or just yeah. became aggressive. In the last podcast, we were talking about Giannis and other guys. Yeah. And what we said was Giannis was Ben Simmons, but more aggressive yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And like you said, Ben Simmons can at least hit from the foul line in. Yes. He's going to make I don't need him. I don't need him to be a, a super threat. And, and B needs to just – Post up. It's post up. You're the, you're the best center in the game. Yeah. Hands down, best center. Like, there's a gap between you and number two. Hands down, best center in the game. I mean, and then there's a, there's a gap from two to the rest of the league because after after Joker, it just – Yeah, cat, that's it. You know? Yeah. Cat's still, still learning. I think Cat's just in a bad situation in Minnesota. Yeah, you got to get out of there. <laughs> I don't care. He, he got to get out of there. They got to get wigs out of there. Something's got to nope. happen in Minnesota. <laughs> Wiggins is, just needs to just no longer be mentioned. He's just really bad. Yeah, so they got to get him out of there yeah. um, and keep Cat and then bring something else. Yeah. But, yeah, um, as far as Philly, if they can take it serious this summer, like you said, between Embiid and Simmons, the sky's the limit. I think that I think the, hurt, the loss to Toronto really is going to get to Embiid in a positive way. Right. That man broke down the court. You don't break down the court like that and then don't take it serious. Right. So I think he, I don't know if Ben Simmons is mature enough to. I mean, because they, they reports he was showing the games uh, uh, hungover. I think it was in Orlando. Wow. Yeah. So in the games, and it's not like these are early games, it's like seven o'clock. So right. it's like, how are you still hungover at seven o'clock? It's only what twenty twenty one. Yeah. He's still a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dating those Jenners. <laughs> yeah, that too. I, I mean, other than Harden, which one has played well dating them? And Harden still was kind of off that year. True. Miles Austin was good before then. <laughs> Don't mention him. Oh, man. That breaks my heart as a Dallas fan. Uh, yeah. Rashawn McKean's, I think his career ended. Yeah, it, it basically did. He had an interesting <laughs> quote about it. So he said it kind of ended because of that negative attention. And then because it was a negative attention, a lot he, of teams he, thought that's And he wasn't he great. He wasn't good enough to overcome that negative attention. Right. It wasn't like you were a star player and you got negative attention. You were 
at best the tenth man on the team, right. and you had negative attention, like yo, you're not worth this drama. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Man, summer league's coming up. Who are you looking forward to the most in the summer league? Player, yeah. honestly, the old man Jimmy Fredette to see what he can make out of that and see if he can get on the NBA roster because he's been trying and much respect for him to make it last year to Phoenix, right? Yes, yes. And then um, just to see if he can get a home for a whole season. But as a team, the Hawks, just like we were saying, yes. with how do you how do you figure out how to stop them because the score can come from so many ways. Yes. And then just to see them do that. And hopefully they play Trey Young some, but I get it if they don't because now he's kind of a veteran and yeah. you want to protect them. But like to see Reddish and Hunter on those two wings and see what they can do defensively and offensively. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm excited to see that. I mean, New Orleans, of course, because Zion. Yes. I didn't want to pick New Orleans because everybody's picking New Orleans. I think they're playing Atlanta. New York like the first day. Yeah, too, him so and Barrett. Yeah, that's gonna be a good a good matchup to watch. Um, Jimmer for dead is he's playing for the Warriors summer league right, team, right? right? I mean, he he's gonna be a, he's a much better shooter than Quinn Cook, and Quinn Cook doesn't really add anything to your team. So <laughs> yeah, if you can have Quinn Cook in your, again, this is my Duke bias. If you can have <laughs> Quinn Cook in your team, you can have Jimmer for dead in your team. Cause, right. Cause I don't know what Quinn Cook is actually good for ball handling other than that but <laughs> I, I, I don't know I mean they're losing two shooters even if they decide even if they decide to stay on the team they're not playing like yeah Durant's, not, point Durant's not playing Clay's not playing I'm not saying Jimmer's gonna start that's that's asinine to even think that but they come off the bench I mean cause your bench you, you, they never had shooters on the bench no they never really have cause I mean Iguodala and Levinson are their best players. And, I mean, Iguodala had the best shooting of his life in the playoffs this year. I don't see that happening again next year. He was hitting clutch threes right, throughout right. the playoffs. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, who is this man? Yeah, I get to see a lot of it because it was covered on at 3 a.m. where I was at. But, <laughs> I mean, from the highlights, I heard he shot lights out. Well, I saw he shot lights yes. out, and I heard it from other people that actually did stay up and watch the game. Um, but, I mean – that's him going above expectations, but when you get, if you get Jimmer for that, you know he's going to shoot it. Yes. He can't shoot it. I mean, he was dropping like 50, 60 a night averaging right. in China. Uh, speaking of Iguodala, did you hear uh, his interview that he had recently? I heard of it. I didn't hear, I didn't hear it live or see it live. Um, I saw he kind of threw the Golden State medical staff under the bus. Yes. Um, so he said that. Last year, when when he was hurt against the Rockets, they were just calling a bone bruise, but he actually had a fractured yeah. leg, which to me, you know, sounds like you're you're throwing the, the medical staff is throwing the players under the bus, right? And he just did it right back because I mean, you have Durant who's not playing, and they're just saying it's a what was this a, a, a calf bruise, strain, a, a calf strain, which he should have. Y'all kept saying he's gonna be back in a week. He'll be back, you know, oh, he'll be back game three, game four of the conference championship. Yeah. Oh, he'll be back game three of the finals. He'll be back game four of the finals. He'll be back game five. And he finally showed up game five. And then he got hurt again. And from what I heard today, I think I was watching some first take clips. Um, they were saying when he was coming back that he couldn't tear his Achilles. Like, it wasn't likely. Like, they said Doris Burke said that before the game. Like, the likelihood of him tearing his Achilles – wasn't really possible, and yeah. then he tore it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I 
I don't know right now how it's looking for Golden State's medical staff and KD and Clay being hurt. Well, the the Clay was a little different yeah. because he knew he was hurt. He just wanted to play anyway. He was like, "Let's the finals. I don't care. Right. I want to play." But KD did not want to play. That that man did not want to play. He knew the severity of his mm-hmm. injury. He like athletes know how much they they are, they are hurt. First off, these men want to win. Yeah, they want to win this championship. If he didn't want to win a championship, he wouldn't have gone to go to state. If, if it was just about the money, he would have went to like New York. All, he would have been three years him. ago. He, yeah, he would have went to New York. But this man wanted to win, and that's why he went to Golden State. Same thing with Kawhi last year. He was like, "Oh, you know, you just don't want to play." Yo, this man's hurt, and, and they're young. Well, I mean, Kevin's like thirty to thirty-one now. But I mean, that's still young for the NBA. Yeah, I mean, he's not old. He still has he still has seven, six, seven great years, you know, potentially. Right. Who knows now? Uh, but before this Achilles injury, he had about five, six, seven still of great prime years ahead of him. They don't want to ruin that. So, exactly. and I mean, him being six eleven with that injury doesn't help either. So I mean, that, that's a lot of weight on. Players that. don't come back from that injury. You said players? As the players don't come oh, back yeah, from that No, injury. they don't. That's from a torn Achilles. Torn ACL players come back from that every day. Yeah. Clay, Clay will be fine. I mean, he's probably going to miss almost all of next year because it takes about a year, close to a year to recover. Yeah. I mean, so if he does come back, it's late season or maybe After playoffs. the All-Star break, probably. He, I, don't, I, I can see him come back late March. Clay? Earliest. Durant's not playing at all next year. No. They cancel that one. Yeah. So... You're losing two great shooters to just injuries all year round. And your medical staff is now a suspect. Right. Publicly. Because you probably already knew behind the scenes they were a suspect. Right. I mean, Kevin Durant is basically the Earl Thomas of the NBA. Mm. That man said he, you know. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking about the, yeah, wow. Yeah. And, you know, it sucks. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the biggest Kevin Durant fan. I don't think he's a snake like everybody's saying, but I'm not like, oh my goodness, Kevin Durant's my favorite player. But you hate to see that happen to anybody. I I hated Kobe Bryant. Like I hated Kobe Bryant, but when that man got hurt, I didn't want to see that. Like no one wants to see that happen to anybody. And it sucks that it happened to yeah. Durant. And it sucks, but it, it doesn't just suck that it happened to the Warriors. It doesn't just suck that it happens to the, the Durant. It's most importantly, you know, that's number one. But as a fan of the game, you hate you to, see that. to see that. see yeah. Because now we're, we're being taken away from, skill. like, watching him play, man, that man is, is magical. That's probably <laughs> one of the best naturally gifted scorers to ever play that doesn't have a post game. <laughs> like, when Durant came into the league, I didn't say, oh, this kid's going to be one of the best players of all time. Durant, at this moment, is one of the best players that we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, when it's all said and done, his career is over. This man could be a top ten player of all time. Oh, he will. Yeah, you he know, will. they're gonna be like, who's better, Kobe, LeBron, or Durant? I mean, still, we're not gonna mention Jordan anymore. I, I think, I think that that ship has sailed with LeBron not making the playoffs with this Lakers team. If he would have took this Lakers team to like the second round, we could still talk. It was yeah, there's still a debate <laughs> there, but yeah, now with, it is with, not. with him not doing that, we can we can end that. It hurts me. It hurts me to do that. <laughs> it hurts me to do that, but. Now that For number by, two, yeah, we, we can we can argue about number two. I mean, I still don't put uh, Kobe in my top five, but that's, I mean, he's not even the greatest Laker in my eyes. So that's still Magic and a wall would be Magic. I me. agree. Me, yeah, me too. Between Magic or uh, 
Kareem, yeah. as far as the greatest. And then you can put Kobe. Kobe can go third. Yeah. I think Lakers. people just kind of look at Kobe because he's the most recent. And then, like, Magic, he never left. Yeah. And then Kareem was traded there. But Magic and Kareem got, what, five there? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Kobe got five there, but Kobe's role was a little tougher than Magic and Kareem's. It's, well, I wouldn't say tougher, yeah. but he had more failure than Magic and Kareem. I hate this, this misconception conception of Kobe that he was super loyal to the Lakers people want to forget that he asked to be traded to Chicago yeah people forget that this man wanted to be a bull this man wanted he almost wanted me to be a fan of his he (laughs) but in in traditional bulls fashion we said no we didn't want to give up Luau Dang Duke guy that hurts that's salt in the wound buddy you, they picked like, the new guy over Kobe. So, the Charlotte Hornets made this huge mistake. I mean, in hindsight, you didn't know this time, but the Charlotte Hornets made this huge mistake of trading Kobe Bryant for Vladi Divac. You know, again, in hindsight, in hindsight, you had no idea. You had no idea. It's, it's terrible now after Kobe's career. It's terrible like five years later. But you mm-hmm. had no idea. Vladi was still, you know, was still great. Was you know, peak Vladi. Yeah. yeah. But then the then the Bulls, I think, made an even worse decision. Not giving up Luau Dang. Yo, Luau Dang. Right. After for Kobe, Kobe got three rings. For MVP Kobe. Three yeah, rings. He didn't have the last two yet. Three rings, Kobe. Three rings and chasing Mike. And you say no because of Luau Dang? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that hurts. That uh, hurts. You know, that, that might be the worst trade rejection in the history of the NBA. I mean, the worst trading, you know, again, and now looking forward, is trading Vlade Divac for Kobe Bryant. But saying no to Kobe Bryant because of Lou all day? Yo, everybody in that organization, if they're still there, shouldn't have a job. I don't know if anybody was there at the time that's still here now. I don't I don't think anybody was there. The coach, I think, was Vinny Del Negro at the time. Which, it was Vinny. I remember that. He was it, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all were hard to watch when they had him. It was, yeah. <laughs> Bringing it to, but bringing tips was was a great, but the uh, the front office is still terrible to this day, and that's why we can't keep a coach or yeah, or players yeah, <laughs> because there's always issues between people. I mean, that's why Vinny had to go in the first place. My thing is, if you have back to back coaches, I mean, yes, Vinny was a terrible coach, but if you have back to back coaches that have issues with the front office, actually three coaches in a row because Fred Hoiberg had those issues as well. Yep. At what point are you going to be like, maybe it's the front office? <laughs> Whenever the owner like looks at that and and decides that and take ownership of it, but a lot of owners don't look at uh, Genie. Genie's kind of in a do or die situation right now. That magic love. So man, I don't know. We, I don't know. She's. I guess she's like you know Danny Ainge. We don't know what's going on over there. I, mean, I know. I back. We we know what the Lakers are doing. They're very upfront with what they're doing. Yeah, it's just whether it's gonna work or not. It's do or die, so I think they're trying to make it work now because now they have no excuse. And then I think after Magic kind of did what he did with the interviews and all that stuff, now they got to fix it. Boy, he kind of forced their hand to fix it. Versus Chicago, nobody's really forced their hand yet. So So, that's probably what it's going to take. Somebody's got to report some stuff. But, I mean, there's no big basketball influence over there from their six championships. Like if Mike or Scotty was – in that office and then said something that probably happened but I don't know Mike is a pretty t- 
terrible. Yeah, Mike's not great on her. I'll take that back. Then somebody like Scotty or yeah. John Paxson or Horace Grant. I think Paxson is, is Paxson is there. Yeah, Pax and he's terrible too. Yo, players suck at being a judging talent. I don't know what it is. Players <laughs> and they played. That's the crazy part. Except for Elton Brand, I, I like what Elton Brand's doing in Philly. I like what he's doing in there in Philly. Um, but most players just suck at being in front office roles. Yeah, EB hasn't been bad. Larry Bird was pretty solid in his Larry, day. Larry Bird was actually was really good. Danny Ainge is actually really mm-hmm. good. But, man, Paxton is terrible. <laughs> Paxton has to go. Uh, let's talk about free agency. Um, I'm going to name a player. You tell me whether they're going to – whether or not you think they're going to stay. And if you don't think they're going to stay, where they're going to go. Okay. Uh, we're going to start off with the person who's probably – who's going to basically be the first puzzle. I don't think anybody's going to sign until after this guy signs. Kawhi Leonard. Stay. Stay? He's going to stay in Toronto? I think he's still. I don't – they said he probably wants to stay. I think they just got to figure out how to get him more money because I know he declined it, but they said he's looking at strongly staying. And if I just won a championship there, the city's embracing you. The medical staff took care of you. There's no point in going. I mean, if he's – I mean, that was the biggest reason for him leaving San Antonio was the medical staff. Yes. I don't see a point going to the Clippers and – Try to get familiar with them when you're already comfortable in Toronto and you just won a championship. The city wants you there. The team gets along with you great. Stay. Yeah. I think Kawhi Lens is going to stay. I think he'll do a one and one. You know, he'll have the player option after next year. Yeah. Decide if he wants to stay. Uh, but I think he's going to stay in Toronto for the same reasons. You just won a championship. You can tell the team has great chemistry, they all get along. And. You know, you just got Marcus Gasol back. He said he's staying there, so you're not losing anybody. So I think it's I think he's staying. I think the only thing that stops enough from what I heard, the taxes in Toronto is ridiculous. I mean, that's the only thing is the money. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be worse than California's? Because California's pretty uh, pretty true. I don't know which one's worse, but I heard Toronto's is bad. (laughs) I mean, when you're in the NBA, you get taxed for every city you play in, regardless. So you're gonna get taxed at Toronto tax regardless. Uh, Kevin Durant, stay or go? He's gone. I want to say Clippers, but I know everybody said he loves New York. Um, but I don't see why you would go to the Knicks unless he's on the phone with Kyrie and then they come to the Knicks. And then in my fantasy world, I'm honestly not a fan of that. I would like the Knicks fans to be patient. Let's see what they can do around RJ. But it's either – I think it might be the Clippers, though, to be honest with you. Just because he wants to be in L.A. Well, he likes being in L.A. or the West Coast. And, I mean, that's a good group over there with Doc and then those guys. And then they can probably get somebody else. Well, they probably will get somebody else, too, if he goes to the Clippers. Um, I think he's gone, uh, which will lead to the medical staff being gone because he'll be the, that'll be the reason why he leaves. Um I don't think he goes to New York. This guy I work with, he believes that he won't go to New York because he doesn't like to do what the media says he's going to do. And yeah. I agree. Like this man likes to go against the media to to the floor. I can see him going to Brooklyn or the Clippers, but wherever he goes, he's not going alone. Right. And he's going to go where this other guy, the next guy, is going. Kyrie Irving. We all know he's not staying in Boston, so. Where is Kyrie going? Is he going to Brooklyn? Kyrie's going to Brooklyn. I can't see him going to the Knicks because there's nothing there. Like, there's no reason to go to the Knicks for anybody unless they try to trade for veterans. But I can't see why anybody want to go there unless they just 
want to get money because there's no championship there right now with what they got. So, so my thing is, you have Kevin Knox at the three. I'm assuming RJ's playing point guard for them. I'm that assuming. other two. I mean, because he can't really play off ball. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna. So like a Harden. Yeah. So where does Kyrie fit? Where does Kevin Durant fit in New York? I mean, I mean, it's not. I mean, because I think they should just build this young core they have and just build them up. They have a solid young core that they can build up. I'm not. You don't put Knox who to me before he got hurt was looking at like what potentially one of the like a first team all rookie before he got injured. Yeah. He wasn't you know Luca or Trey. But he was looking like a first team, you know, all rookie before he got hurt. B- build him up. I don't think anybody's going to New York just because where's my gonna fit? That's how I feel <laughs> honestly too. It's like it's no point putting him there because then they're gonna look like the Lakers did last year, where you got guys that are ready to win the championship, but then you got these young guys you got to develop. Yes. And if New York had traded that third pick, it makes sense. But to me. The fans now just got to be patient. I know Stephen A. doesn't want to be. Yeah. But, I mean. Let Fizdale do his thing. Yeah. You just let them build that up in a couple of years and then see what you get. But. So, I got Kyrie going to Brooklyn with Durant. That's what I got. Uh, next up is Kimba Walker. Does he stay in Charlotte? Does he go? It's a lot of money he's leaving That's behind. A lot of, yeah. I think he goes. And honestly, I think he goes to the Lakers. Um, Just to me, that makes sense. You could let LeBron play point. Kim is, I mean, by size a point guard, but he can score. He can play naturally. LeBron can facilitate, and then you got AD. To me, that's the best place for him to go. But it wouldn't surprise me, since he is a New York guy, he ends up in New York. I hope that doesn't happen, but... (laughs) Out of all the free agents, he makes the most sense in New York as far as, like, a veteran guy. He doesn't seem like he's, like, high maintenance. Yeah. I mean, he stuck it out in Charlotte and never threw anybody under the bus. So I can see him going there and having patience with those younger guys and making that work if he does go to New York, if they can't get him in L.A. But I would say he goes to L.A. All right. So where I think he's going, which is not Charlotte, this will make you happy. I think he ends up in Dallas. I heard that too. That would be bad. I think he ends up in Dallas. You will have Kemba. You'll have Luca. You have Kristoff. I think bad. he. I think he ends up in which. Again, I don't think he needs. He's the type of player that wants to be in the glitz and the glamour. You know, I don't think he wants to be under LeBron's shadow. I think he just he just wants to play basketball. Yeah, you know, right. and that's probably why. And that's why you know he was in Charlotte for so long. You know, he's I just want to play basketball. And if there's still a chance he made in the Charlotte, there's a lot of money he's leaving behind if he does not stay in Charlotte. Right. I think he's but, crazy not to take the money though. But he, he maybe want to. He might want to win now. And Dallas has a, has a team where he can play on. And yeah. The West is the West with the Warriors being hurt. This is the best time to play in the West because it's, it's wide open. There's not one team now with the Warriors being hurt that's like, this, you know, you, you're going to be dominant. You're going to the finals. It's, yeah. All these teams could be beaten in seven, you know. Right, and the way Houston is doing front office stuff, I think they're taking themselves out of position. But I mean, we can talk about that later if that is the conversation. Oh, well, we're going to talk about Houston in, in, in just a couple of picks. Because uh, okay. uh, next person up is Clay Thompson. Does he stay or does he go? I think he's gone. And 
Clippers. Clippers? Yeah. Clippers or the Lakers. Um, Lakers make more sense because with LeBron and AD and then maybe get Melo out of retirement, they'll be fine. And then Clay can take his time and get acclimated and get healthy. And, I mean, we've seen what LeBron can do with a corner shooter. Just imagine he got one that doesn't miss. <laughs> so, Lakers. So, Clay Thompson, I can see him leaving. Uh, like I said, I think the Golden State Warriors era is kind of over now. Uh, I can see Clay leaving. And I think he'll end up with the Clippers. I think that'll be their one of their big signings this year. And see, I think the Clippers, too, because... I mean, from some comments, I think he's kind of tired of being Robin. Yeah. And I think he's ready to be Batman. And so that's why I think the Clippers, too. But as far as, like, the money and not have to be rushed to be Batman or just rushed, I see the Lakers. Well, the money, the Clippers have cap space because they don't have anybody on their team. And they have the better coach. I mean, Doc Rivers is way better than Frank Vogel. Uh, So, Clay's gone. He's going to the Clippers. Clippers. Christophe Prozingis, the unicorn. He's not going anywhere. No, they're gonna, we're going to move on. He's yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> he's he is good in Dallas. Dallas is set. Speaking of Houston, Jimmy Butler is he going? In, is he staying in Philly? Is he leaving? The rumors Houston's trying to get him. They got some trades first. Though. If I was him, I'd stay. I mean, it just depends on where. Joel Embiid's mindset is and uh, Ben Simmons' mindset is, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. I would stay, but I mean, the money in Houston, it, I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard to turn down. But if I was Houston, I don't know why you would do that when you got two alpha guards already with CP and James Harden. And then your issue on the elimination game was Harden wasn't being held accountable for not playing offense when he didn't have the ball. So now you got that, and then, granted, he led the league in steals, but still he's not the greatest defensive player. Mm. And as we said in the podcast before, Jimmy is about accountability. I don't see how that works in Houston, and I don't see why they would do that and then trade those three guys for the cap space. I can understand Capella, but, but Gordon... I'm not trading P.J. Tucker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, P.J. Tucker is kind of like the guy the city embraces. And I can Gordon, trade Gordon because you, you, Gordon doesn't do anything but shoot threes. But he excels at it. Like, he fits in that offense. You better find three-point shooters. You, yeah, you could. I'll I, I plug Danny Green in there. Yeah, that's not bad either. But if you plug them in, then why are you signing Jimmy Butler? Because Jimmy Butler's not a catch and shoot. You got yeah, two ball-dominant guards and you got Jimmy but Butler. So this, this, so this is the thing. You can have you don't have to have a catch and shoot player in your starting lineup because they have no catch and shooters coming off the bench. I mean, you have Austin Rivers, but he's not a catch and shoot. Yeah, he, he's a dribble, 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 dribble shoot. Right. So I add Jimmy Butler. So we still get so now we I, I wouldn't get rid of PJ Tucker, but I would get rid of Capella and Gordon. So now you have Tucker that can play amazing defense. You have uh, Jimmy that can play amazing defense because Chris Paul ain't playing defense any, you know anymore. Some, but not as yeah. not like he's, I mean, he's older. Yeah, so he's, 30, he's, he's probably he's thirty three. Yeah, he's I older. Do that. Yeah, and that, I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> he's older. Yeah. Um, and well, James Harden never really played defense in the first right. place. He just kind of catches those loose steals or yeah. pokes from behind. But yeah, if I was Houston, though, I mean, 
I look into Al Horford, but I heard Al Horford could end up in Dallas as well. But I thought when they said they wanted to get a star, I immediately thought get a big because you got one, two, three, Chris Paul, James Harden, Eric Gore, catch and shoot. And if they could, I don't know if there is a beef, but if they could fix the beef with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, that's the best pick and roll since Nash and Amari Stoudemire, and you got Mike D'Antoni. It's not going to happen, but in my utopic world, that's where I would go, where I would go with Al Horford. I'd get a, a, a high-quality big and then keep Eric Gordon, and then that offense would be perfect. But So, that's did, you, did you hear what P.G. Tucker said earlier today? No. So, he was on first take, I think, and he was like, I mean, Kobe and Shaq argue all the time. You just don't hear about it because they won championships. and we right. win, all this goes away. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. Very true. Yeah. Um, but... So the Rockets, they just they need a player. It's not gonna be Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's gonna stay in Philly. Um, also staying in Philly. Next on this list, Tobias Harris. Yes, he is staying in Philly. They need to keep that group together. They do. JJ Reddick might be gone. That's okay though. You're fine without him. But, yeah. But the two, the Embiid and Simmons just gotta grow up. But you want to keep those other two to help them grow up and get them over the hump because that it could easily be theirs this year. They figure it out. Yes. Uh, this guy, this guy, he's going to stay too. Chris Middleton, I don't think he's leaving Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee better pay that money. Yeah, I don't think he's going to leave yeah. Milwaukee. If he if he does leave Milwaukee. It's over. <laughs> he could end up in L.A. Yeah. He could be that shooter that, and he's not just a shooter. He, he could do a lot. He's Ray Allen 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't, I'm gonna, the last person on the team, I'm gonna do one honorable mention. Uh, but this is a person that Houston needs to go off the, uh, go after Nikola Vucevic from Orlando. That's the big man they need. Yeah, they can trade out Clint Capella and sign him. That's the big man they need because he can do both offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Clint Capella can only play defense. He's a liability on the offensive side. He, Harden really didn't have outside of. You know, if Gordon and Tucker, he didn't really have help offensively. Right. And then sometimes Gordon was just not hitting. Tucker was hitting, but Gordon was just hitting all the time. Yeah. You need a big man that can put up points. You don't have to put up 25, 30 points, but this going to be 15. And not and, be a rim runner. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah. you can post up Vujovic. Capella's just diving for the, for the lob, for the pick and roll. But that's it. You can't run anything for him. Yeah. Vujovic, you can run something for him. And then you still got Tucker and whatever guard you want to put there as a threat with Harden and CP. Um, so this guy, he's not going back to Brooklyn if Kyrie's going there. Where is Russell, D'Angelo Russell going? Lakers. It's Phoenix. Not... Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Phoenix Suns. That's not bad either. I, that yeah, could, that yeah. could be a really good look. And then that'll game. probably be the next – They'll probably be the better younger group to watch versus Sacramento yeah. with what they got right I now. I mean, that Pacific division will be, I mean, besides, uh, no, that that whole division, top yeah. to bottom, will be the toughest division in the NBA. Yeah. If they can, D'Angelo, if they can get D'Angelo Russell. You got him, Book, and Oubre. Yes. Yeah. You still got Aaron Bain, you still got DeAndre Aiden, you got Cam Johnson coming off the bench. Yeah, jeez. And, I mean, and there's still some some solid players, solid young players. You still have, you know, DeMarcus Cousins is still a free agent this year. Julius Randle's only 24. He's a free agent this year. Unrestricted free agent because he he's, he's, he can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. 
he, he can be a solid six man, seven man. Right. He's he doesn't need to start. But if you if you add him to Houston to come off the bench, that's, that's solid. Nice pickup, yeah. I think I mean Randall's definitely out of there. Um but I, mean, I know he, he's gonna want his money because of what he did last year. Yeah. And I mean that's that's the toughest part is you gotta pay him and but I mean, he doesn't he's gonna get a max, but he can he could end up in, in, with the Clippers. Clippers have money to sign two maxes and probably a, a, a guy like that. Guy yeah, like him. that's very and true. If they could bring in uh, Kawhi, say what say they do get Kawhi and Jimmy Butler because most teams are trying to pair them together. They want Kawhi and Jimmy. Those two, that I mean, those two make the most sense. They're gonna play defense and then. And you have and then you, so say the Clippers can get Jimmy Butler and Kawhi and Julius Randle come off the bench. Is him and Lou in your second team? You're seven deep, <laughs> solid. Yo, we may have. There may be. There may be the first ever LA Western Conference Championship if they can get those two players, and the Lakers can get Kyrie. Yeah. Doc Rivers is going to have to sell it. I don't know how he sells it, but Doc will have to do something. He just got to sell himself. Like, yeah. look, you see what I did with no All Stars in the Western Conference? Let me get you guys. Let's Took Golden State to six games with no All Stars. Yeah. Kevin Durant had to say, I'm Kevin Durant to beat us. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're very right. Yeah, I, I just, I'm with Kawhi, like I said, I just, I can't see why he would leave unless he really wants to be in L.A. Yeah. And if he goes to L.A., they're going to get somebody else because you're going to want to play with him. And Butler makes the most sense with him. KD doesn't make sense with him. No. And I can't see Kyrie with him. No. But Butler and Kawhi. Especially I mean, playing for a defensive-minded yeah. coach like Doc. Right. That's a dangerous team. It, it's almost like Pippen Jordan without the offensive efficiency that makes sense because those two used to want to clamp up anybody. Yeah. And then you got the two best wing guard, defensive wing guards on the same team. So, on defense, you got Pippen and Jordan. What if, and what if Pat comes back? Whew, oh, my gosh. So that would be literally the most defensive team in the league. Yeah. And, and that that can still score. They I'm can like, still Kawhi can give you thirty any given night. Right. Butler can give you twenty twenty five any given night. Yep. And then you pick up Julius Randle, like you said. Yeah. And, and then, then Lou come off the Luke. bench, he can drop twenty. Yeah. So easily. That's a good balance. Like make it happen, Doc. I will buy. <laughs> I will buy the Butler jersey the day it comes out. They yeah, that's WCF all the way. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, because Golden State's not going back if no. they lose playing KD and. I mean, still, like you said, they're not playing until May, yeah. if that. And Houston, I think, is getting ready to tear everything down and try to do something with Harden CP, but I don't see it. So, yeah, you get those two. I'm banking on the Clippers. But we forget about the team that's in the same arena <laughs> with LeBron and AD and whoever they, they get. They only have, what, six players on the roster right now? Hey, man. Maybe, that might have been enough. That might have been enough with those two. You might not need that much. You know what I really want to see? If, if, if there's really issues between Harden and, and Chris Paul, trade Chris Paul. No, I mean, you have to trade Chris Paul to a team that has that same type of contract trash. And that's the Wizards. Trade him for John Wall. Bring John Wall to Houston. It's not bad. Not bring bring John Wall to Houston. I think Chris Paul and Bradley Beal could work great together. I see that. Yeah, I can see that because he operates well with a good shooter. Like, he made J.J. Redick look great. Yeah. So, I mean, Bill's a better player than J.J. Redick. Yeah. So, that, I mean, him in D.C. makes perfect sense. And 
I mean, I don't know how John Wall and, and James Harden will work together, but I feel like Harden wouldn't have to feel he has to do as much on offense because John Wall, can, he can get to the hoop. He can score when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. So Harden can – Chris Paul couldn't do that anymore. Like no. Chris, the, the issue was Harden had to be the offense because nobody else could be the offense. Right. Like Chris Paul, like, oh, I want the ball. What are you going to do, dribble and play for 10 seconds and pass the ball back? That's on the problem. Yeah, like if he played if he played D'Antoni's system more like Steve Nash and just kinda get to the spots and hit people when they were open, it would have made sense. Like if he played like he did with the Clippers, where he wasn't trying to score, but he was hitting everybody and then score when he needed to, yes. it makes sense. But now it was like you say it was more him just holding it and then they're deep in the shot clock and then you got people trying to rush up a shot and it wasn't pretty. Yeah. So, with some of these young teams looking like they could be potential playoff teams, which playoff team do you see could potentially not be in the playoffs next year? I mean, like, one from the West and one from the East that you can see falling off. From the East, like you said, probably Orlando. Yes, they, um, they're losing their best player, potentially. Yeah, probably Orlando. The West? Who? I know who I, who I think it is. I want, I want to see if you, if you think the same thing I'm thinking. I don't know. Um, maybe Utah, because I really haven't heard them do much. And they got Mike Conley. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did get Conley. Which is a big boy. He, he's getting up in age, but he's still better than yeah. Rubio. He's better than Rubio, but I don't know if he – I don't know. Well, Conley's I, not a bad pick. I think the Dungeon may fall off. I think the Dungeon may – first, I mean, they barely made it. They, yeah. they, I mean, they they were they were they were up there, and then towards the end of the season, they started losing a lot, Man. and then they got smacked in the first round. Right? Yeah, they yeah. But, and I don't I don't really know what they need. I mean, what else can you? They don't really have they don't have any offense outside of Westbrook and Paul George. They don't really. Steve Adams is not really good on mm. offense. No. <laughs> They need and he's a uh, rebound for real. So like I don't I don't think his what's his purpose is I guess like to contend in the paint, but it's kind of like an enforcer. Yeah, because he he doesn't rebound. He's not a high blocker. His stats don't show, but the stuff off yeah. the ball I think is what he specializes in. They need a bench, but I don't know how do you go about doing that. I mean, you just get some vets. I mean, I think uh, I think what's his name? Um, the, he played for Houston. Gerald Green, you go add Gerald Green to your bench, uh, a, a Danny Green to your bench. Yeah, they need guys like that. that J.J. Reddy, you can add him to your that bench. That can shoot. Julius Randle. Yeah, guys that can shoot and then Brooke highlight players. You get some older players. You know, you can. there's Brooke Lopez, there's Paul Millsap, DeAndre Jordan, one of those players, you know. Uh, Bogdanovich, you can add some of those players to your bench. Like I said, you know, Danny Green. Yeah. Those are players that you can just add. I don't see them. Danny leaving, though. I mean. I, I think Danny's going to do. He's going to go with Kawhi girls. I, I, I feel like he's <laughs> going to do the, that. What James Jones did with LeBron. Right. I, I, I hey, see that. You going to Cleveland? I'm going to Cleveland, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I see with Danny Green. Um, but a guy like him, and like you said, a Gerald Green. Yeah. But somebody that can come off, hit open shots, or get something going to the rim. That's what they need because Westbrook. Is high volume, but you don't. He's not at his best high volume. I think they got to figure out how to not use him as much, so he's not trying to do too much, and then he becomes inefficient at certain times. And then Paul George too, like they used him a lot, 
they had nobody else. Yeah, and they got to figure out how to take some of that off of them, especially when Russ gets in that head-to-head stuff. And then somebody's got to be able to yank him out of the game and then put somebody in there where they don't really miss a beat and then he can settle down. Because right now they don't have that and they try to use him a lot and it's not working. But uh, I can see where you're going with that. I don't think it'll happen, but it, between them and Utah, yeah. And then Utah beat them in the playoffs yeah. two years ago. So, yeah. I mean, in next year's free – this is not the year. Like, this is the year if you're going to come up, it's going to be this year because next year is not the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, next year's free agency, you got Kyle Lowry, uh, Gordon Hayward. Uh, you have DeMar DeRozan, Otto Porter Jr., well, Anthony Davis, he's you know he, he's play, probably gonna resign. Um, Andre Drummond, Nicholas Batum. I mean, there's not. This is the year. This is right. the year you make a move. Uh, next year is more of a filling pieces. You add, yeah, yeah. But I mean, next year could have a potential, you know, a really good draft. So you know, there's James Wiseman coming from Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis has a crazy squad in college. Uh, you got Cole Anthony coming in. Georgia has this really great kid uh, coming in this year. So next year's going to be another good, a really good draft, and that may be where people can make their moves because it's not going to be free agency, at least not next year. Next year is not going to be the year that you're trying to sign people. Yeah, I agree. But that 2021 is where it's, it's going to oh, happen. Yeah, 2021. You got Blake Griffin. You got Jeez. Paul George. Whew. You, uh, I think Lillard, McCullum, DeRozan, Hall, Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal. Drew still got another two years? Drew, yeah. She, oh, wow. I think Giannis, he's traded, though. You got Giannis, uh, Oladipo, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dennis Schroeder. So, that not, so that 2021? Yeah, that's a little loaded. Uh, that, I mean, that you got Giannis, Drummond, and Beal, and that, those three right there. Because they're still, still pretty young. Yeah. Giannis, Drummond, and Beal. I can see Drummond teaming up with somebody and going somewhere else. Oh, yeah, he's definitely out of Detroit. And Bill's definitely out of D.C. Yeah, you, you got to trade him. Yeah. You got two more years with Bill. You better trade him because he's not coming back. Right. But, and I honestly was hoping they had traded him to the Lakers, but that didn't happen. I wish that would have happened, too. That means they would not go after Jimmy Butler. I just don't want Jimmy Butler in the well, Lakers. He can, go, he can go to L.A., but he better be wearing white and blue. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> You're doing something. Well, we got free agency coming up on Sunday, 6 p.m. I'm excited to see. I don't see anybody signing that day, no big names. I think, you know, maybe the fifth or the sixth. But it's going to – Kawhi's going to be the first piece before anybody else goes. Yeah. I think he's the – he's he's basically like the top of the puzzle. Once he goes, then everybody's going to fall in place. Yeah. Well, again, thanks for coming back on the show. I had a, it was a pleasure and an honor to interview you. Thank you. Appreciate uh, you. It's always an honor for you to even want to come on here in the first place. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. And uh, next time we'll be on here, next time I'm on here, we're going to be talking about Summer League, free agency uh, recap. It's going to be a, another dope show. You got anything you want to say before we go? Uh, other than just thank you for having me, and, and I appreciate you letting me share my story and, and share my basketball mind because I think about it a lot. And this is a pretty dope podcast. So thanks thank for you. having me. Thanks, as well. Thank you. Well, everybody, you know, this was fun. Peace.